back to another episode, not only another episode, but the WrestleMania edition of the Bang and Clanging Sports Podcast. That is right. Get excited, ladies and gentlemen. It's WrestleMania weekend. Night one is over, and we have Crossbones with the strongest arms in WrestleMania. Uh, it would be close, but allegedly. Allegedly. And I am Blake Beretta, still sleep deprived from WrestleMania because it went till midnight. <laughs> yeah, that was a late one. That was, that was late. It's been a long time since I've stayed up that late uh, to watch wrestling. I was going to say, the uh, usually they get you out of there by about 11, 11.15, the latest. But that was a late night. Oh, yeah. Did I mention I just woke up like a few minutes after you texted me? <laughs> oh, well, yeah, I believe it. I believe it. I could not, I could not believe. Well, one, they were doing it out in California. So California time, it started at 5, which means on – and on the East Coast, it's going to start at 8 o'clock, which is a very, very late start. Yeah, it's a late start over because the time differentials is like, what time is it right now over there? It's probably like still morning time, right? Yeah, it's like, uh, it's 10 o'clock. Oh, 10 o'clock, see, yeah, totally different time. Yeah, 10 o'clock in the morning in, uh, in Los Angeles right now. Oh, yes. And it, but it's be- better weather than here. It's still uh, sunny and bright over there. Uh, More oh, warmer. no, it's, it's, it's been cold and rainy. What? At Los mm-hmm. Angeles? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah I, I think the whole time was sunny and warm. This is the coldest, probably the coldest um, winter and spring on record so far. And also record-setting rains for California. So, I don't know. WWE can pick some, pick some places. Like, you pick California at the time. Usually, usually it is bright and sunny. But yeah, no, it was, it was windy, windy and cold. Not not your typical, not your typical LA spring. Wow, that's weird. It's been a while since I've been down to LA, but I was expecting to be warm there for those guys. But at least get the bright lights of WrestleMania to keep them warm. Yeah, and <laughs> that stadium, that stadium is very nice. It's, it's enclosed. It's not a it's not a true dome like Mercedes Benz. The sides are open. Um, yeah, but they have a, a translucent top so you can see straight through it and see above to so the sun. The sun can get through, but no, it's a beautiful. That was a beautiful set too. That is one of the nicest WrestleMania sets that I have ever seen. Yeah, it was surprisingly super nice. I was like, I was like, wow, they went all out for this one. They did better than Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it did look. It did look better than Atlanta. It looked like a Broadway stage. That's what they wanted. It looked just like a Broadway stage. Yeah, and the way that they they could come down, the way that they came down to the uh, to the ring. You know that that long uh, boardwalk thing was crazy. The, uh, it looked like it looked like a um, it was all black and it just kind of looked really slippery, but mm-hmm. it looked great. It looked great. Yeah, it gets that super shine. It probably kept it safe so the wrestlers don't slip on it or anything. But can you imagine that that long walk? Because WrestleMania is tradition to have a long ramp. You have to have a long ramp for WrestleMania. Yeah, and it's good when the Undertaker's not there when you have a long ramp. That's the oh idea. yeah, Undertaker's like gonna be looking at him. He's like, oh crap, I gotta do this again. This is someone's gonna ride me out, right? <laughs> but we we opened the night. We knew that uh, they went ahead and told us ahead of time that John Cena was gonna open WrestleMania, which is good because that made sure that everybody was in their seats and ready to go by the time the. Uh, we got around. Was, was there a pre-show? I don't even think there was a pre-show match, was there? No, there was no pre-show match. That I said that I heard. See, we just saw a countdown call days recap of what's going on. That's all they were doing. That is one of the the things that Triple H has instituted in his time there. No pre-shows. Yeah, you don't need the pre-shows. You don't. You never did. You never needed a pre-show. 
No, it's like ways of like, you know, fans are still getting there. They're not going to rush like, oh, let's check out the pre-show. And it makes the superstars look bad, too, when nobody's really paying attention. So, John Cena. Uh, I like the new shirt. It's very 80s G.I. Joe theme. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pretty cool. And also, uh, he had to make a wish kids out with him. Uh, great entrance. Um, I'm going to tell you, I missed Theory's entrance. I, I think I missed it. You missed it? Yeah, I missed Theory's. How oh, was man. it? It was actually, it's like he did the same entrance. Like everything was same. He came out a different entrance or where the door slowly opens and he does his pose, the back turn to the camera. And that's pretty much it. That's all he did. But it wasn't, it wasn't like anything spectacular like Cena did. For this being the, the biggest match of his career, I thought that Austin Theory represented himself very well. Oh, yeah. It was a good match and everything. Did you notice Cena kind of lost a little weight too? He lost about 20 pounds. I know. I was, I was like, man, I was like, dude, I like I like the jacked up Cena. I know it's for the role, but still, it's like it's so weird to see him that way. And and we got to get him in a in a tanning booth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna when I see Cena, I'm gonna say, hey, dude, want to go tanning? <laughs> yeah, I just can't I just can't believe you know the thing. He's in Hawaii a lot. Uh, um, he he has a he has a home out there now, um, and that's why I'm shocked that he isn't isn't darker than he is like back in the day but you can tell i mean you can tell that he's gotten i mean that he's older but to his credit the his style of wrestling he was able to do exactly what he's always done in a match like that he ran his script flawlessly yeah and you got theory too because traditional wrestler the younger talent and the older veteran the younger talent is going to do most of the raw work all cena got to do is sell take a couple bumps not a lot then do his big Pick his five moves of doom, go to the finish, and that's it. Take the home run, which is good storytelling, basic one-on-one match with a veteran. That's all he had to do. And Theory knows how to do it, too, so it's perfect. The storytelling part uh, at the beginning was great, was John just being like, look, man, I've been here. I've done that. You're not in the same league as me. you mm-hmm. know." And, and then Austin started to, 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 to use uh, nefarious tactics to kind of even up the score, which you were expecting that he would have to. Being mm-hmm. that he's not on the same level as John Cena. Yeah, exactly. You saw say like you know maybe nerves were setting in for theory. You could kind of tell, but John, this is not a ballpark walk in the park for him because he's like I've done big crowds like this. He's like I'm not worried. This is my this is my territory, and he kind of showed it to you. He was so relaxed and at ease, and he was having fun out there. Um, you saw it when he gave the five knuckle shuffle shuffle to theory. That that was the he gave a little thank you to the audience. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that point, I was like, oh no, he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna lose because that that kind of was like, okay, he's saying goodbye. He's saying yeah. thank you for everything. Which this might be his last match of uh, of his WWE career. Um, mm-hmm. Who who knows? But but that's what that's what it seemed like. Um, and then the the ref bump got in there. You know, mm-hmm. ref gets yeah turned around. And then low blow time. Yep, low blow time and see, yeah, theory hit him with the finish and was able to beat John Cena in that match. And you know, and you know what was funny for, for fun about that match was it made both of them look pretty. It, it made theory look good, yes and no, but it kept Cena strong because Cena said, "Hey, you're not ready to beat me," which so, shows theory's desperation. Say like. He wasn't really ready to beat him, so he had to resort to underhand tactics to beat him, which made him look a little weak in doing that to beat Cena, but kept Cena strong, where I think in the future we're going to have a rematch. 
that was the turned out to be pretty much the theme of the night mm-hmm. was um, even in the loss, mm-hmm. the person remained strong and looked really good and, and needed to um, it needed that to to kind of elevate the other person as the, the match went on. So theory, theory gets a win, retains the U.S. belt. Uh, John goes back to Hollywood. Great match. Yeah, great, great match. I was very happy to to see it. Of course, you know, you want John to win, but has John not won enough? <laughs> John yeah, John, well, John, John doesn't enough. want a United States title run. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what what else? What else does John have to do? Austin Theory is just starting out in his uh, his WWE career. Um, oh. That next we got that huge tag match. Which one? The oh, the, the, the uh, was it eight man? No, no, the eight, Four. the eight man. Yeah, the eight yeah. man, but. Well, the, well, the more than eight. It was like sixteen, man. Yeah, sixteen. Well, I was like, it was two matches. Like two, four, six, eight. It's eight. I did math. Yeah. <laughs> I did math. You can tell how great yeah. that was. Yeah, that was, that was in, a great match, actually. Yeah, it was. Uh, highlighted by that rolling suplex by Chad Gable on the Monster of Men. Chad Gable is de- de- deceptively strong for no apparent reason. This guy, dude, this they should build him like the next Kurt Angle. This guy's a freak athlete. Like, you don't expect someone like that to pick up bras. Like, you saw when he picked nobody dead weighted him, like, let him hang for a little bit, and he just powered him over. I was like, holy crap. The, the crowd went a- a bonkers for Chad Gable. Yeah, that was a uh, – Chad Gable got a WrestleMania moment. Which is huge. I think mm-hmm. that he is going to use that to 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 kind of catapult his career. But that was a that was a WrestleMania moment. You look for all these things that you know you never know. I, I think they go out there and like, oh, this will be good and that'll be good. But the crowd creates the moment. You do the mm-hmm. move or you do the you do the spot, and then the crowd makes it the moment. And that they was they give a you the thumbs moment. up. <laughs> yeah, and that was a huge moment when he went to the top rope afterwards and went huge. And the crowd was like, kind of gave him that standing ovation. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. He was like, thank you. And the crowd was like, yeah, they love that part. And don't forget also another one Ricochet, who did like a, he ran when everybody was out in, out in the ring, ran, jumped on the top uh, rope, did a moonsault that freaking went, looked like he touched the ceiling of the stadium and landed. And he had to catch himself before he decapitated himself on the table. I was like, holy yeah. crap. Yeah, it was incredible. Um, that just that, <laughs> just the wherewithal to be able to get your body back to the point where you don't seriously injure yourself, but also, uh, in the moment, just seeing it from the angle they had it, there's perfect camera work. It was an incredible move. Oh yeah. Ricochet, a master in aerial maneuvers. Like this guy could do anything. I was like that, that match all around was really good. It, it, what's his name? What's, um, uh, Montez's partner get, a name I'll always forget. Um, um, Montez Ford and Dawkins, Dawkins, Dawkins. 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 Angela, you saw when uh, Braun was running people over, he went to D1 mode and tackled Braun. Yeah. He hit him. <laughs> he hit Braun. Braun wasn't yeah. a good football player in college, guys. So <laughs> he got hit. <laughs> yeah, Dawkins, Dawkins was pretty legit. Uh, he almost made the – actually, I think he made, He might have played for the Cincinnati Bengals. I know oh, he played damn. for – he went to Ohio State. Yeah, I didn't know he played. went to pro. I think he made. Yeah, I think he was on pro for like a little bit. Oh, I didn't know that. But he yeah, showed but, when he hit Braun. Yeah. He's one hell of an athlete. I mean, I would always say that he doesn't really get nuts. Well, look who his partner is. His partner. His partner is. He's, he's, he's freaking nature. Yeah, comparatively, he he's not the athlete that Montez is. 
But yeah. he, in, in his own right, he is an incredible athlete. And, yeah, he came off that corner and got Braun <laughs> drawn to the floor. And I was like, wow, that's some, that's some serious power right there. Yeah, you heard the, the skin slap. Pow! I was like, damn, he hit Lord. Oh, that was a great spot for him. He got his little WrestleMania moment. I was like, that that match was deceptively good because you expect it to be like a Monday Night Raw match, but they proved everybody wrong and put that match. That match was great. And the, the super superplex, <laughs> the one where Ricochet went off the top rope uh, on top of the, the, the massive bodies, Eric and Ivar <laughs> yeah. and Otis. I know, dude. He was like, he's like, what can I do to make this answer? I was gonna jump on everybody. I was like, oh my god, I was almost gonna get hurt. I was like, that was amazing. They just thought, feel like they just thought of random stuff. It's like, let's try this. Let's see if this works. <laughs> I have never seen a human being built like Otis. I mean, he's like a just like a giant ball. Like, if he's you're wrestling and he put that belly on you, you're done. Braun yeah. couldn't resist. You can't resist that belly. No. <laughs> I've never, ever seen anybody built like <laughs> built like Otis. Now, the Street Profits get the win. Uh, I think they'll probably be first up to, to take on the uh, the tag team champions who we'll get to later on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, that was a great – that was one of the – at that point, I was saying, wow, this, this WrestleMania is off to an incredible start. I wasn't quite ready to give it the best WrestleMania yet. I wasn't ready. Well, you got to wait till the end. <laughs> until, until the next match. You gotta wait till the end to give it a give it a five star rating. <laughs> yeah, but this is already like it's already better than a raw. I mean, for the ones that I've seen recently since since COVID, since yeah. COVID has happened, by far just these two just these two matches. I was like, yes, yeah, it's, it's definitely better than every WrestleMania since COVID at that yeah. point. Because yeah. Triple H is at running that thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so next we have the Logan Paul versus Seth Rollins match. Uh, forget Logan Paul. But I, I was like, you know, I'm going to give him credit, though. Like, um, I don't hate him as a person. I, I, I respect him as a person. But, you know, I don't feel like he belongs there, really. But his timing, he, he does got good timing in the ring. His wrestling skills, he doesn't have them. But he's, I always said, he is a athletic, more athletic Shane McMahon. He's doing Shane McMahon stuff, but... Better than Shane. Let's say that. From a business standpoint, him getting the KSI Prime Energy Drink is one of the most brilliant business strategies that I've ever seen. But this is his last thing before the contract's over, so he's got to do something. Him being able to do that, I was like that. That that by far in itself, if he if he was able going in and being able to broker that deal with whoever he had to broker it with, with Triple H or WWE or or Con, or be like, hey, you know, I I want to get my drink in there. Um, create a spot where I can get my drink in there. And that, to me, if that was his last match, he's a brilliant business dude. Outside, I mean, wrestling is, wrestling is his side quest. This isn't, I mean, this isn't his job. This isn't his passion. This is just something that, that he has been able to do. Yeah. That is one of the most brilliant things I've ever seen done inside of a company. Yeah, he's yeah, he struck a deal with Pond or whoever. Were. And of course, they're going to get a percentage of whatever. He made oh, no. Oh, no. no, no. You don't they think get, they get a cut from this they, they for that night? No. That's why they don't sell That's why they don't sell his shirts. They don't sell his shirts. They don't sell anything. Like, they don't sell any Logan Paul merchandise because they get, they get zero. So whatever. I want to know the deal they cut with Logan Paul because there's, there's, there's money to be made in this. For yeah, there is. Yeah, I think there there is money to be made, but it's from the ticket sales that Logan Paul brought into the brought into that arena. Well, he brought his fans in it, but there's there's something in there, that contract I want to see that says that guy let him get away with it. There's something yeah. more in there. Yeah. There's, 
but, we will never know, but there's something in there. <laughs> and also uh, to get KSI with the dude in the bottle. Uh, I never KSI. know who this guy is. I thought KSI, it was <laughs> KSI is uh, one of the partners in Prime. Uh, also a huge YouTube following millions of people. Um, <laughs> so, so him getting into that spot was also also pretty cool because they're they're rival. They, they have like kind of like they, they have a WWE created rivalry, even though they work together. I mean, Logan Paul has been against KSI trying to box him like forever, but KSI has been backing out. KSI um, the boxer? No, well, he he does the same type of boxing that Logan does. Oh, not real boxing. Yeah, okay, where they're they're like where they they're like celebrity boxers. Where they okay, go in not real boxing. Ce- okay, yeah, I get, get in there and fight celebrities. Yeah, okay. So the, so that's what they. That's what their. Uh, that's what KSI's platform is. Oh, uh, um, okay. But yeah, but, you. Yeah, but it was a pretty cool, pretty cool spot, and to get that in there, and that's why I said that 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 was probably um, if Logan Paul's whole career was for that one spot, it, it was brilliant. Oh because, yeah, like he. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, because that would be. I mean, that would be three years. Three years. I'm going to do this, and then you know, you give me this. Give, but I want this. And then you know it maybe it's mm-hmm. over, but but that's something that 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 one that moment there is a viral moment. Um, I think it was the number one trending thing on Twitter last night was that spot off the table where uh, KSI was taking the selfie and Seth moved him out of the way. Yeah, it was a no one's uh, selfie for that. Yeah, for a little while that night I remember. But yeah, it's like like you know. I'm not a big Logan Paul fan, like, you know, because he doesn't respect the business to me. And as a pro wrestler, you don't slap somebody in the face like that. So, you know, I'm glad he's gone now. I don't hate him as a person. Uh. So uh, I just don't think he belongs in wrestling. He is a spot mon- monkey, which, you know. It's his side quest. Yeah, it's his side quest. So, you know, yeah, I understand that. It's just, you know, like as a pro, pro wrestler, like, I don't think he, you know, you, I used to always you know, grew up respecting the business and a business that wrestling fans we all love, like don't tarnish it, which Logan Paul tried to do for personal gain. But I don't hate him as a person, but you know, I don't like he's he he does things better than Shane McMahon would. So he's a spot guy. But Seth Rollins is a freaking genius when it comes to the ring. Like he took I could I saw him talking to Logan in the whole match where he was guiding Logan through the whole match. And Logan was able I I, I give Logan credit for listening because he knew where, where, you know, where the timing was for Seth because Seth was finding out all these spots for him, and he was there for us, which was great. And Seth's entrance, I loved it, with that oversized uh, tablecloth he was wearing. Yeah. Yeah. And also the, uh, the, um, the conductor conducting the symphony as he walks in. Oh, yeah. The crowd just goes on with that, just following the um, symphony. As they knew what was going on. I was like, Seth has the best ring attire. He just puts stuff together. Did you see what he um he didn't even show Becky? It was on Twitter to this morning where he walked out like and Becky's like, What are you doing? He's like, I told you it was gonna be big. And Becky's like, I am so jealous right now. <laughs> it was it was so great. Like Seth knows how to I don't know where he comes up with these ideas, but his entrance, ring gear, you know, besides the great wrestling and everything else, but it's in ring gear performance, it's amazing. Yeah. No, he was very talented um, performer, and that was a very, very great match. Uh, two, there were there were some pretty, pretty uh, just intense spots in there. Lots of lots of hard hitting um, in that match as well. Um, as it as it was going on, you know, there were all those near falls. <laughs> uh, near falls is what look, makes make make the crowd pop. 
Logan Fall, uh, the the whole him getting his hand hit thing that he that he couldn't use that he took that Seth took the punch away by stumping on stomping on his hand. Mm-hmm. I thought that was great, great psychology. But no, I I thought it was a phenomenal match um, going down the wire. Seth had to win uh, because Logan. They don't know if Logan's coming back or not. Um, so yeah. so yeah, I I do not I, I I think it was one of the best matches of Logan Logan Paul's. Three, was it three, four matches that he that he's had? I yeah. would say it's his second best one behind the Roman Reigns match. I said this is better than the Roman Reigns match because uh, to me, like you know, like I don't like uh, uh, Paul, but to me, this is one of his better matches. Like I don't know how Seth, he Seth used him perfectly in that match, and he listened, and that's one of the main keys he had to do was listen, and he did it. He was able to listen to Seth, and Seth with his magic pulled it off for him. <laughs> yeah. All right. What what was the, I I was trying to say what was the next match? Um uh, was it Dominic and Ray? It was Dominic no? Dominic and Ray. Oh yeah. Outside the bloodline, this storyline's amazing and Dominic surprised me. He actually got good at wrestling. <laughs> and those are two unbelievable entrances. Probably that one of my so far the two best entrances of the night. Snoop Dogg coming out there with a low rider and Ray, mm-hmm. and then uh, little Mysterio Dominic doing the doing the Goldberg treatment of coming out there with uh, the police officers. He's doing uh, the Hannibal Lecter thing. They back say. to <laughs> back. Yeah, I was like, oh man, that's uh, that's some good good creativity. Yep. Oh, the um, one that got me though. This is the one you're like. It got everybody teary eyed. If you didn't teary eyed on this part, was when Eddie Guerrero's theme song hit when Rey Mysterio came out that that uh, low rider with Snoop Dogg. I was like, ah, yeah. oh, I'm gonna yeah. tear up. I can't, yeah. I can't handle this. Yeah, for for that city, for that uh, for that area, um, Eddie Guerrero is everything for that culture. So, so yeah, that was that was huge. That was huge. Big, big, huge moment. Like, I was like, I mean, I'm about to tear up right now. <laughs> it's Eddie. Everybody and loves this, Eddie Girl. And this one I was kind of split on because I did not think that uh, Rey Mysterio was going to win. I thought he was going to put his put his son over. Um, but this, I guess the the thing the is – Bill was too strong for that. Him, him going him, hmm? uh, um, Ray being one of the, be- the best ever. And yeah. the whole build for that, he had to, he had to. Yeah, he had to be done. And the storyline was showing too with Dominic, where he Dominic was harassing his mom, his sister, dad. Hey, mate, Dominic played a good heel for it, like that arrogant son. Is like I wanted to punch him when you tell when you tell when he told his mom to shut up. I was like, hey, you never tell your mother that. And then you know Ray was the hero of that one, taking out the uh, disrespectful son, and he brought back the spanking with the belt. <laughs> Did you see that part? May have technical difficulties right now. Yeah, the Mysterios showed out and showed up at WrestleMania in LA with a banger of a match. That is right. Ray and them, Ray and Dominic, they, that was the one of the best storylines of the bloodline. That storyline came to a great conclusion. And I love that Ray brung back the belt spanking with the kids need nowadays. 
Yeah, that was uh, that was very impressive and relatable to uh, to everyone in that audience who had a little child kicking their seat the entire night. That's right. I bet the parents were looking, showing the kids, "Hey, you go out of line. I'm going to do what Ray did." <laughs> but a long, long time coming. Um, so, so that was that was fantastic. Uh, it was it was good because it was a uh, Ray is a rare person where I've watched Ray's Ray's whole career from starting out in WCW in like 1995 or 94, mm-hmm. whatever it was when I first started, when I first started watching him, you know, being the, being the giant killer, that was his thing going there and yeah. be, beat all these people, you know, to see him progress, you know, and then WWE, WCW is bought out by WWF in 2000, you know, and Ray Mysterio yeah. comes, comes in, you worry. It's like Ray Vince doesn't like these little guys. What's he going to do with Ray Mysterio? But it did not hinder his career because he was able to go on and achieve everything that he wanted to in that business. Tell some great stories with Eddie, team with Batista, win the World Championship, win the Royal Rumble, do all these great things. Mm-hmm. And to still be able to do it at 2023 and have a great all-time match that will live on forever with your son is once-in-a-lifetime type things. That's that right. Happens. You stole the words right out of my mouth. Once a lifetime moment where, you know, Ray just undeniably good and got to share the son. You know, like storylines aside, you got to share the ring with your son, which Ray's a big family man. So he could ask for a better day than that last night. Yeah. All right. What was the, the next match? Would have been Charlotte and Rhea. I think that was before the main event. Wasn't there one more before that? I'm th- trying oh to- yes. Uh, so the Miz came down to the ring and and issued an open challenge as he was hosting uh, WrestleMania, doing a fantastic job hosting uh, mm-hmm. WrestleMania, and the call was answered. Yep, not by me, but my other my other one of my other favorites, Pat McAfee from the former kicker from the Colts, and great yeah. ring announcer, ring ring commentator. Yeah, Pat McAfee, uh, who <laughs> Pat McAfee has taken over the world. Uh, oh, so, awful. Awful. so in, in this one WrestleMania, you have the two biggest podcasters or the, well, the top three. Joe Rogan's number one. Logan Paul's number two. Pat McAfee's number three. Mm-hmm. The, you have the two biggest podcasters in the world on night one. Um, Logan first. And now we have uh, Pat McAfee coming down there to the ring to answer an open challenge by The Miz, who... Uh, and Pat showed up in his wrestling WrestleMania tank top. That's what WrestleMania tank. I still was wishing he would just punt a ball one more time. I love seeing that, seeing that entrance. <laughs> but yeah, he answered the call against the Miz, and Snoop Dogg was like, "Hey, we got the fans to make it official. I'm good, Miz. You go handle your thing. You could do it." And Miz took off his jacket, still kind of a suit, took on Pat McAfee with an unprompted match, yeah. and the, and we never saw before. The, a 49ers player teaming up with a Colts player. <laughs> yeah, that was interesting. Yep. Kittle, Kittle's a huge WWE guy. Huge. huge. I wonder why they don't hire him right now. It's like, uh, this, this guy's awesome. Because, 49ers. Because he's the best tight end in football right now. Oh, damn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> by far, by far the best. Well, not by far the best tight end. But behind, uh, when Gronk retired, he became the uh, the number one uh, the number one tight end in uh, the NFL. Um but yeah, no, getting getting Kittle involved in this match kind of reminds me of a couple of years ago where uh, what's the dude? Uh, his name is what's the dude's dude's name? Which one? Uh, um, 
his his real name is like Zaid Mutadi Mutadi. I'm trying to remember. Are you talking about WrestleMania? No. Well, he was he's really good friends with Gronk. He was a wrestler who was really good friends with Gronk. Oh uh, crap! Uh, oh crap! I don't, uh, Mojo. Mojo Raleigh. Mojo Mojo Raleigh. So. Yeah. It reminded me of the time where Mojo Raleigh got Gronk to come in there and take out Jinder Mahal. Oh uh, yeah, that does that does bring my memories of with that one. That does yeah, it does kind of you know play poetry to that one. I think yeah, it's kind of the same. Yeah. I think he's a, he's a big dude. Yeah, he's huge. He's a big tight end. He's actually he's really good friends with Big E too. They both played at Iowa. Oh nice. Yeah, he's a yeah, he's a big strong dude. And Miz was wanting to take a clothesline from him, and yeah, I was like, man, you're gonna take Miz's head off with that. that I wonder how many times they practiced that. That was a pretty good clothesline. That was a good clothesline. I was like, how many times they practice it so he doesn't kill the Miz? Yeah. <laughs> I definitely think that when he's done, I don't know how much longer he has. He's he's played about five years or so, so he's probably got another three or four years left. Um that this would definitely be something that he would want to do because he he's he's a lifelong WWE person. Lifelong. Yeah, I, I like him, and he's a 49ers player, one of my favorite teams. So I said, like, go go for it, get signed yeah. to guy. Yeah, he's he's a good dude. Um, but yeah, so that was good. So you got an impromptu match. So I was thinking that match probably took the place of the one that Bobby Lashley was going to have with Wyatt. No, Bobby's having a match tonight. Is Bobby Lashley's open challenge? Oh, so he is having an open challenge. Yeah, tonight. Okay, we, we so, will get, we will definitely yeah. address that. Just let right. everybody know I'm here in LA right now with my. <laughs> <laughs> that match would last three seconds, man. Hey, give me a minute. I say one minute because half of it is me running around. <laughs> give me a minute here. <laughs> um, he's got a nice, he's got a pretty cool new shirt, actually. Um, I might have to check out. Um, I got to see Bobby's new shirt. I, I didn't still, see it yet. If it's still on sale, I don't, I don't know if it's still on sale. <laughs> Is it oh crap? Probably sold out now. Yeah, it might be sold out. That's pretty cool. Bob, Bobby does sell a lot of merch. They don't really, they haven't really given him a lot of cool stuff. But this shirt, this shirt's one of the nice, nicer ones. All right, so Pat McAfee victorious mm-hmm. uh, in this with the assist from the tight end from the 49ers. All right, so what is the next match? Um, is it Rhea and Charlotte? I think it is Rhea. I think it is Rhea and Charlotte. We're sure we're not skipping one. I don't have the card in front of me. But... No, no, I'm pretty, pretty sure. Okay, so there was Rhea and Charlotte then for this one, which was actually for the women for the women's title. It's like is uh, it's actually a really good match. It was one of the best matches I have ever seen. Yeah, for especially with Charlotte, I say this is one of Charlotte's best match I ever seen her in. Well, when Charlotte really wants to, she can do it. Oh yeah, and she got the right partner. Sometimes yeah. you yell with the right person, yeah. and it works. With yeah. Rhea is that person. When Charlotte's heart is in it, I think she's probably one of the best to ever do it, men or women. Yeah. Uh, she, as as always, you know, she's going to bring that athleticism. She's going to bring that Ric Flair interest, that Ric Flair attitude into that ring, and she is going to give it to you. Now, I was watching those knife heads chops that she was giving Rhea. And I was like, oh, my goodness. That is some real, real, real heavy hitting. Oh, yeah. Can she knows because Rhea's going to give it back to her because this is WrestleMania. They're going to throw it at it. Because Rhea could to take it and she could give it back. So that's yeah. the perfect dance partner for her. And the one thing um, from their lead up, you know, Rhea said, <laughs> Rhea, Rhea said that everybody in the locker room is scared of you and I'm not. And yeah. that was a that was a great line, um, 
but she had to go out there and prove to Charlotte that she is her equal, and she did a great job of demonstrating that last night. That's right. It was a great match, and freaking Charlotte took a nasty bump on her face. There's a rumor that her nose is broken, which I'm not sure. I don't know if that's true or not from that big face bump she took, but the whole match was great. Five-star match all around, and Rightfully so, Rhea earned it. She's finally women's champion. Yeah, that uh, I've seen. I've seen that moonsault in person. The one where she climbs to the top rope and does the moonsault onto the onto the floor or onto her opponent. That yeah, is still one of the most breathtaking things that I've ever seen in wrestling. Yeah, and you gotta trust your partner. Like she, you know, if Rhea, if, if Charlotte trusts you with that one, you know, because you know, if it's outside to the floor, you could get really hurt if someone if you miss that. So Rhea's right there for her. And, and also, this will be something that'll that'll happen tonight. So to most people, Rhea is very physically imposing, mm-hmm. like being it. But Charlotte's bigger than she is. Yeah, she's taller. Yeah, which is not which is not something that Rhea is used to uh, going in there. Also, athletically. Rhea is usually the most athletic person in the match, but yeah. Charlotte's athleticism is is a, just a little bit higher than what Rhea yeah. has. Just slightly, slightly. She's like the older sister of Rhea kind of thing, but Rhea is still like you know more powerful than Charlotte. You know, muscle bigger and muscular and freaking powerhouse. Yeah, she got Charlotte on that, but speed, Charlotte, athleticism, slightly Charlotte, and you know, you know, Charlotte's like the older sister in that match. But it was good. It was a good passing of the torch. Um, somebody Charlotte was that, smiling. Yeah, somebody said that she was preggers. And that she, oh, she should not be wrestling then, if that's true. Well, that's not you, true. You, you, can do it up, you, can up to, you can do it up to a certain point. Well, so if, it, if, it, if, it's, if it's early enough along, you can, you're fine. Yeah. It just, it's just okay, I'm about to say here. Just, just remember, remember Becky Lynch wrestled a match where she was pregnant. Remember she announced it afterwards? Where she oh, gave yeah, it to, true. I forgot yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You can, you can so, do it up to a certain point. So I think that's what – I think luckily, luckily the, the timing of this match came out to be that, you know, Charlotte could go out there and do this. So I think maybe that's why Charlotte was that happy. Is, that does say something. It's because yeah. Charlotte's taking time off after this. Yeah. I so, think okay, that's, that could I, be it. I think that would be where Charlotte would be like, hey, you know, my last match, my last match before. For now. For now. Um, I was able to go out there and give the people what they wanted. And I also, in the loss, made um, Rhea a star, even more of a star than she already was. Yeah. Okay. I think, she, you know, Charlotte really likes Rhea. You show her smiling at her. Yeah. Like she always teared up a little bit, I see, for Rhea. Yeah. Yeah, so you gotta be, you gotta be happy about that. And you know what I was thinking to myself um, about um, Mercedes Monet, um, mm-hmm. Bianca. They're not gonna miss her. Yeah, they're not gonna miss her. You mean That's Sasha? It. Sasha. Well, well, she's Mercedes Monet now. And, yeah, and, I know. There's people who don't know like yeah. Yes, Sasha Banks. Yes, the Sasha Banks is as good as talented as she was. I mean, the show goes on. And you, oh, got, yeah. and you got a and you got a Rhea Ripley who probably would take the spot of Sasha in the hierarchy of women's wrestling, and they're going to be fine. 
Yeah, she could take that spot for that. Like, you know, they're not like it's not like she's not gonna be Miss Sasha because she was a vital part in you know the women's revolution, women's division. She was like the top star there, but like well, the show sure. always goes, yeah, shows always go on. So she did like like Triple H said the doors always open for Sasha. She wants to come back, but Sasha wants to do other things. All right. We also skipped over the damage control versus See, I told you we missed something. Yeah, there's always <laughs> <God>. <laughs> There's always I, I I don't have it uh <laughs> not perfect but uh but yeah the damage control versus the legends of yes. Becky Lance Trish Stratus the and whole Lita. Batman storyline yeah yeah this is fantastic this and is I fan- couldn't stop and just let people know I couldn't stop staring at Trish <laughs> yeah Trish Trish is Trish is held up very well but she does a lot of yoga. That is true. The other yoga studio. Um, I'll be there every day if she's ever in Georgia. Yeah, she is. <laughs> she has been fantastic throughout the course of her career. And I just watched the uh, the the A and E thing. I wish I got mm-hmm. a tape tonight because it's on the same time as WrestleMania. Well, no, um, it's next week, isn't it? Oh, are they off this week? I think they're off this week as a WrestleMania. Oh, good, good, yeah. good, 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 good job by them. Good job by yeah. them. I think All it right. is because it's about the Undertaker and Randy Orton thing, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's Undertaker next week. Ra- That's okay. next week then. Oh, right, yeah. Good. Good. All right. So this match is uh, – so uh, given the, the way the night has progressed, you're expecting the Legends to lose because, yeah. you know – Because they're going to the, nostalgia pop. Yeah, 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 everybody wants, yeah, yeah. You're, you're thinking these, these people aren't going to be there that much longer because they're <laughs> there. But something has happened – where now Lita looks like she's going to stick around for a little bit with Becky. I know. I'm surprised. Maybe till Backlash because they're going to Puerto Rico and they need like, uh, you know, all the star power for Backlash. I think Backlash is the time they're going to lose the belts probably. How crazy is it that Lita is – I don't know how old Lita is. She's probably 10 years old. Well, not 10 years older than me, but probably probably a good little bit older than me. But yeah. she is able to do all the moves that she was yeah. doing. In in the early two thousands, late nineties. Yeah, it's like you know, it's a little slower now because you know she's a little older, but you know she's still be able to perform them. Like Lita could do it. Trish still was able to perform. Trish came in an old WrestleMania Hollywood outfit, which is amazing. And Becky did her thing. It was like you know they everybody gelled well together. And Dakota, Io Sky, and uh, Bailey, they did great too. Yeah. So where do you think Damage Control goes? They're going to try to get another rematch. Maybe just have Becky and Lita go against Io and uh, D- uh, uh, Dakota for the tag title and something like yeah. that. Yeah, you don't have enough. You don't have enough women's wrestlers tag teams to do. Even though there is that tag. Wait, wait, wait. No, wait. We got something. Uh, that tag women's tag team thing. Is that is that a number one contender thing? The one tonight? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. That is a thing. So that could be it. <laughs> Yeah, so so we're gonna see going forward where that is happening, and now we get to the main event. Oh, the the main event, like we they were fighting who's gonna main event, Charlotte or Rio or the Usos and Sammy is the right call. Sammy and Zayn, Kevin Owens, the Usos main event in WrestleMania, and the storyline. This is their end game. Yeah, this was fantastic. This was everything that a Hollywood production should be. Yeah, it was a movie. Yeah. (laughs) This is right up the alley of for the people who came to watch mm-hmm. WrestleMania. It was incredible. That's right. The best tag team match I ever seen WWE put on in recent time. It was it was amazing from top to bottom. You had you had emotion, you had drama, you had you had chemistry, you had storytelling, you had everything all in one. 
like a theatrical movie, everything that you want to see in this match. Yeah, I was very, very intrigued on how this would go Mm -hmm. and uh, what would happen in this match. That's right. You could you could have been both ways. Like Sammy and Kevin could have lost the match, and Us could have retained the title because you people had a thing that they were Us was going to win, but you still don't know. It still got that you know fifty fifty chance that this could go anywhere, and it was you know the match was a banger of a match. They pulled out all the stops in this match, and it was, it was, it really was, it really was a match that you 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 just didn't know. Like halfway through, I'm like, oh my god, Sammy. They're giving it everything we got, and the Usos are, are taking it. And, you know, the Usos hadn't lost in so long. The Usos had constantly always found a way to win. That's right. When they had Sammy by himself and they isolated Kevin Owens, put him through the table and stuff, I was like, oh, that's it. I think Sammy's going uh, to lose it now. And then all of a sudden, he kicked out, and the match kept going and going and going. And then you, found, you saw the best cinematic ending of the match where he, Jay is in the corner, and um, – I think I think it was Jay. Was Jay in the corner? I think it was. Yes. Yeah, I yes. think it was Jay in the corner, and he, um, um, and Sammy had him back there. Kevin stuns the other brother, and he at the end was like, grabs Jay. He was saying like, "Hey, I'm sorry, Ooze." He whispered that. Kalua kick one, picked him up again. Kalua kick two, picked him up again. Kalua kick three, with all his power, took out Jay Uso in storyline end game fashion. Like Tony Stark snapping the fingers in in Endgame, and all of a sudden the the count happened. One, two, three. Crowd goes crazy. I'm crying for them. They are crying. His wife's crying. Everybody's crying because Sammy and Kevin Owens finally did won the big one together as best friends as tag team champions. Undisputed. What a run for the Usos! What mm-hmm. an unbelievable run of the bloodline, and then being the champs. And uh, their rise to go get the belts, the whole thing starting with you got to acknowledge Roman. Then now, after you've acknowledged Roman, now you got to prove yourself to Roman that you're worthy. You got to go get not only the SmackDown belts, but also the belts from the uh, from Raw. That's right. He, they're, they're, you know, the Usos, like one of the best tag teams of this year. Now passing the torch to Sammy and Kevin Owens, and now it's them running with the ball and. They they're, 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 they're the team to beat now, Kevin and Sammy, number one team in WWE. Tag team wrestling at its finest. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I was super impressed. Both those guys deserve it. Uh, they've never been tag team chefs, let alone to be together. You know, these two have, mm-hmm. that have been um, wrestling. How long have they been wrestling for? Shoot, before Ring of Honor. They were best friends in Canada, wrestled independence, got jobs at Ring of Honor, wrestled some in TNA, then – they they've been they've been together for years. They finally made know. together in WWE. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't know they were TNA. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they weren't very well. They were like early years of TNA, early early years, like beginning stages. Okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that, yeah, that that was fantastic. That that was a fantastic first night. And I was already saying it's better. It's better than every single post COVID. This is the best po- uh, post COVID WrestleMania by far. Oh yeah, like last WrestleMania was good and everything, having Austin in there and everything. But this yeah. one was—you could tell who was running the show on this one. Triple H freaking did well on this. Um, no Rock, uh, obviously. So we think so far. Well, one, yeah, two, he, we had tonight still. Yeah, he—you know—it's weird. He didn't even make it to go see his daughter, uh, his first daughter's first match in LA. 
How could he? Look at that. He Ava could Rain. Oh, storyline. Storyline. Ava, Ava Rain had her first match against the uh, the Academy, I think they're called, or the U or whatever. Oh, but, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, she had her first match. Oh, oh, NXT Taker was phenomenal. I didn't watch it. I didn't get a chance to watch that one. Oh, I was watching God. the Hall of Fame. <laughs> oh, my God. It was it was ridiculous. Um, so, um, that the, whoever I, I forget Wes Lee, I think his name is, who won the uh, the um, North American title. He, he uh-huh. defended an unbelievable match. Wes Lee is unbelievable. He he kind of he reminds me of Ricochet. He, uh-huh. Him and Ricochet have a very very similar 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 style. And also the Mellow Mellow versus Braun match was also very very good. Did Braun uh, win? No, Braun lost. Okay, he's coming to the main roster. Yeah, he's coming to the main roster. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Mello, Mello uh, was able to beat Braun um, in the main event of the uh, of, of Stand and Deliver uh, in a one of one of uh, Mello. I think I think Car- uh, Mello is one of the the best talents that they've had in a very long time, mm-hmm. and he's held he's held the North American title uh, before. He hadn't held the big belt in NXT uh, up until now. Um, and he's probably going to be NXT champ or whatever, whatever, uh, probably like six or seven months and then he'll come yeah. out. So, but yeah, Braun, Braun was a great champion, held it for a year. So yeah, it was, it was a great, great show. The women's ladder match was the, one of the best ladder matches. Um, I have, uh, I have seen, uh, Dexter Loomis's former girlfriend, uh, what wife, it, whatever they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> Dexter Loomis actually showed up at the match and pulled a, uh, what's the guy with no chin? Um, what's that dude who used to help Carmella? Uh, uh oh shit, guy with no chin. Uh, oh my, uh, I now forgot the guy's name. Um, oh, it's it's relevant. Don't worry about. It. But okay. yeah, Dex, Dexter Lewis pulled uh, pulled one of those and helped her win uh, that match. So yeah, Stan Deliver was also really good. But the big thing is that Braun losing the NXT Championship. He's coming <laughs> up to the the main roster most likely Monday. Uh, they'll probably bring up um. Uh, what's the what's the guy who always said to the moon? Oh, uh, uh, Cameron Grimes. Cameron, they'll probably bring up Cameron Grimes as well. Yeah, bring him back, and we have a Randy Orton spotting, and a Matt, maybe Matt Riddle. AJ's feeling better, yeah. so we got a lot of things coming up on Monday. Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna get that. All right, night two is tonight. Yeah. Um, any big predictions for night two? That is actually one of the questions for today. The All right, we'll start, with, for, we'll start with the questions. Here we go. Uh, all right, prediction for night to night, night two is on the way. So let's get it through. You pick one, and I pick one. Do you get the card? Do you know the whole card? Oh yeah, yeah. I, okay. I do. I do have it in front of me. Okay, um, good. I'm going to say that mm-hmm. Bobby Lashley's mystery opponent is Brian Cage. Brian Cage. Okay, he's. I think he's a free agent now. I'm going to say, um, what's the guy from the Bullet Club that was from that came Jay, from Japan? Jay, Jay White. Jay White. I, w- I would say Jay White for this one, okay. or you know, possibly LA Knight. I want to be surprised. Now, uh, last year the big surprise was Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins. That was that was now now in the history of surprises of wrestling, because mm-hmm. up until that happened, nobody knew. Like there was it, there were things things being said, you know, blah blah blah. But until he actually came out of the floor, nobody knew that Cody yeah. was going to show up there. It was a big rumor mill. I know people spoiled it by, you know, I don't know if Nightmare Factory spoiled it by saying something. But, you know, somebody said something, but it's a rumor. 
you can't always go on rumors. So until the until Cody was outside out in the ring, then you know for sure. Right. Mm-hmm. So what in the next our second match? What's the second match on the card? Um, let me see. Let me see. There were um a handful of uh of matches. Let me get the order. We don't need to go in perfect order, but <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. Oh, we got Omos and Brock. Oh, Brock for sure. <laughs> That's a sure thing. Um, <laughs> it's not the one I'm looking forward to. The four, the four, uh, the four way women. I, I think, well, Omos is, my, my friend was talking about, it. he was like, Omos is the biggest human being they've ever seen. I was like, <laughs> I was like, who's, he, he didn't know who Brock Lesnar was fighting. And then it's like, he's fighting this dude now, now Omos. He doesn't follow wrestling. He's like, who's this dude? And I showed him a picture of it. And he was standing next to Daniel Comier. I was like, Comier is like probably like 6'1", six, 6'2", six, and he towers over him. It's like, what the hell? Who, who is this dude? Where did they find this dude? It's like, uh, I was like, they have a scouting program. I was, <laughs> I was doing the long form. I was like, he's, they got a scouting program. They go out there and find these people, you know, and he's just one of these people that they found, and they've kind of brought him in, and uh, he's there now. Yeah. He can't wrestle save his life, but he's a big <laughs> well, he's got a job. I mean, he's yeah. doing something. He's doing something right. Yeah, he's big. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it's one of the hard things. There are a lot of people that have skill that aren't there. Yeah, but he, he but but he's, he's there. Huge. Yeah, I yeah, because he's size. He got to say hi because the way he I would looks. rather I rather have size and have a job than be good and not have a job. That's true. Yeah, I'm not saying nothing bad about him, but that's how he got his job being huge. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, we got Sheamus and. Uh... Oh um, yeah, the Intercontinental yeah. match. Yeah, same as Gunther and Drew. Yes, who you got? Oh <laughs> uh, well, Drew's contract is almost up. He didn't negotiate a new one yet, so I'm gonna say Sheamus because he never won Intercontinental. Uh, then you got the Demon Finn versus Edge. Vampire Edge. Guess who's coming with Edge? Did I tell you? Uh, who? Gangrel. He's been spotted. No way. That the brood be... is coming back tonight without Christian, I think. Uh, without <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to say, oh, man, it's a vampire is the demon. I have to go Edge. I'm an Edge fan. All right. I'm going to say the, the, the demon because Finn, the demon hasn't lost. Oh, that is true. He has not lost. We got uh, Supernatural. It's Hell in a Cell, too. Uh, then we got Bianca versus Asuka. Asuka. Oh, I'm going to put my girl Asuka. It's time. Asuka, Asuka's going to get this belt. All right. That should be that should be good. Mm-hmm. That that should be a good one. I'm going to go Bianca just because she's goddamn unbeatable. Uh, um, she looks like a female crossbones. Yeah. <laughs> she's bigger than most of the dudes I know. <laughs> she might be bigger she, than you. <laughs> yeah, she, she's probably close. She's probably close. She definitely got a better six-pack. Yeah. See, if there was a female crossbones, guys, Bianca is it. That's, that's I'm, trying to get, I'm trying to get my six pack to look like hers. A <laughs> lot, lot, lot more conditioning. <laughs> if I could, if I could do that, I'd be doing pretty good for myself. <laughs> and you probably be prettier. <laughs> <laughs> that's sick. Yeah, she was. I would walk her. If I had a six pack like that, I would never wear a shirt. I would that never wear true. a shirt. If I had a six pack like her, I would never ever wear a shirt. That's why she just wore tank tops. I know. That's why she wears the Crocs <laughs> up all the time. She yeah. wants you to see it. <laughs> I don't blame her. <laughs> um. Let's see. I think that's it. it. Outside the Cody and Roman, Cody and Roman. Are you the, sure? Yeah, that's that's all the matches. Oh well, also the Bobby Lashley, Bobby Lashley was not on here, but yeah, that's it. 
That's a short not a short list for night two. Yeah, a very, very, very short list for night two. Unless that was something surprising at the end, but okay, outside, outside the WrestleMania, the four women, uh, the the eight women tag match, which is the other one, which there's there's two uh, two surprise spots on that eight women tag oh. that haven't been filled yet. Which so it's could hard be to predict this one. The Bella Twins. Well, Bella Twins kind of parted way to WWE. Now. That would be the greatest swerve of all time, though. They brought that would be great if they they did that. But who is who is a legit tag that's still wrestling now for women? I I don't know who's who could who could be there for them. Naomi and Sasha. If they come out, I will lose my freaking mind. It's that WWE struck a deal big time with them. Yeah, there's always I will a, lose my mind. There's always room for surprises, and that would be a very big surprise. Yeah, that's my team to go if that ever happens. But so far, I'm going for Shane and Ronda. <laughs> right. So yeah, that stacks up to be a very very good night too. Not they want. I understand why they put all the all so much on night one because it's a Saturday. You know, you yeah. stay up, stay up late. Um, yeah. so, so for this one, it's a little bit shorter night. I think they, the start time is still at eight, so they're probably going to still finish like around eleven or so. Okay, still could get a workout in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I just woke up. Yeah. <laughs> all we right, didn't talk next... about Roman and Cody though. We didn't say that. Oh yeah, Roman and Cody. Roman. And I'm going Cody. Roman. Yeah, I'm gonna go Cody. I think that. Well, go ahead. You got it. You got the floor. Oh well, okay. Well, I'm just going Roman because you know I'm a, of course you know a Roman guy because you know Roman's awesome. But he, he just uh, I want him to hit, did he hit that? Uh, what they said to go a thousand mark. They're trying to get him to. Yeah. Yeah, I think I want him to hit that. Then after that, I don't really care if he loses the belt. I just want him to hit that number and just it just feels weird to not have him as champion because he just there's something about Roman that. It just made him like freaking a major mega star. It just fit the title belt. Just fits him. He makes the title belt. Cody had probably the the funniest backhanded comment of all time um, on on Friday when he said, "You're an you're an eleven year investment." Eight, year. eight. Well, he said it paid off in week year eight. He said it, it finally started to pay off in year eight, but uh, they've invested 11 years in you and tens of millions of dollars, and it took it eight years to, to make it pay yeah. off. Cody was kind of the same, too. He didn't reach his pinnacle to AEW. Yeah, but Cody was being held back. They never pushed Cody. Yeah, Cody they, didn't have that power that he was. Well, they, he they, they, hmm? push, they push Roman from day one. This, this was a vehicle to get Roman to the top. Yeah, and they just try to push him to be a hardcore baby face. But if you watch him in the early NXT days, he was so good as a heel, and they finally let him do it. And this was the money maker. Roman being heel, Roman is his thing. Baby face Roman doesn't work. Heel Roman works all the time. Where Cody had to leave because he couldn't get the he, he couldn't, couldn't excel. Well, no. Well, a lot of that is Cody. They they, they have to get behind you if they don't. Zack Ryder. Zack Ryder excelled. You know, he had everything going for him. But, you know, they didn't They didn't get behind him. They're like, no, no, no. We control who's at the top. We control yeah. who we push. They never did that for Cody. So it didn't matter what Cody did. They weren't going to push him anyway. They weren't going to push him anyway. Yeah. So, so Cody had to leave and go to AEW and get his own – be able to get his own stuff and be able to, to write his own material and be his own person – for them to come back and say, oh, yeah, there's value in this guy. Let's go get him now because he's proven – because we, we, we didn't push him. 
You only get WWE. They could they could make anybody a star. That's already yeah. been established. But they they tried hard with Roman. Like remember when he won? We won Royal Rumble, got booed out of the building because they wanted yeah. Dana, they wanted Dana Bryan. But Dana Bryan, they're like, no, no. WWE didn't want Dana Bryan to be the guy. They wanted Roman to be the guy. Yeah, but they yeah, screwed was, that up too, though, because they had Batista win and beat Roman. Remember at the Rumble? Yeah, yeah. That so, was their chance, and then you ruined it. So you have a lot of things that have uh, that have transpired. In Cody, um, his story, you know, I you all, every time he gets on the mic, I, you, it's kind of he's incredible. He, his mic, his mic work is incredible. Um, probably one of the best because his dad was one of the best on the mic. Yeah, one of the best. Yeah. Uh, his his wrestling is flawless. He's he, he's one of the best wrestlers. Probably will go down technically. Like he's not a sports entertainer. He is a wrestler. He's wrestler. A wrestler. Yeah. 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 He's a wrestler. Wrestler. Um, from back in the day until now. So there's all these components. Uh, he, he now, but now he's selling merch. He he's 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 huge on video games. He he's doing TV shows. He's doing all this other stuff. It is finally coming together where he finally mm-hmm. wants to get the one thing that has eluded his family this entire life, and that is the world heavyweight champion, universal, whatever you want to call it. He's never yeah. – nobody in his family has ever won it. Um, yeah. Would this be the perfect time? Holly, a, a, literally a literal Hollywood ending for, yeah. uh, for, um, for Cody Rhodes. But is it going to be the Empire Strikes Back? Is it going to be Infinity War? Or is it going to be Return of the Jedi slash Endgame? That's the question. That is true. Because Cody, like you said, reinvented himself. You saw, like, early years you watch Cody, he was not the person he is now. He, When he left, he fixed all his flaws. He Not just the hair dye. And I hate that tattoo on his neck. But he, he, fixed, his, he, he fixed his promos. Where he's wrestling, he worked on his wrestling better. And he worked on his body, too, to make sure he came back looking like a million bucks. And, you know, he's a different person right now. This ain't the Cody Rose. Oh, this is the new Cody Rose. The new Cody, the old Cody Rose, said, he said he died when his pec tear happened. So, <laughs> so the old Cody Rose is gone. Yeah. <laughs> this is a new Cody Rose. The dashing. He was the dashing Cody Rhodes. Dash, I don't, uh, yeah, I don't think he'll be cold that anymore. <laughs> the dashing. Boy. So it'll be... That'll be a banger of a main event they're about to have. And, you know, it's going to be a good match. I'm team Roman all the way because, I, you know, I just freaking was a fan of Roman since day one. <laughs> yeah. No pun intended. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to it as well. But, yeah, I'm, I'm pulling for Cody. I think it's, the world is a better place when somebody from Marietta has a championship. That is, that is true. That is true. Because he's representing us. Yeah, he's representing the Marietta. Marietta but yeah, Roman kind of represents Atlanta a little bit because he went to Georgia Tech. <laughs> I guess. Half, half and half. Georgia, L- Georgia, Tech, Georgia, Georgia Tech sucks. <laughs> no, no, he said it, not me. <laughs> yeah, they, they suck. I always say the Georgia Tech sucks. <laughs> he, he's not, it's not UGA, guys. <laughs> uh, I, can't, I can't respect a school that I've never lost to. That is true. Yeah, that's true. They, they can never be UGA. Yeah, yeah. That is true. It did right, take over my gym, but you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, I got a fitness question. Fitness question. Uh, I want to keep this WrestleMania relatable. So you saw Drew repping out three fifteen. 
yesterday. Yeah. yeah. So, and like, you know, like, you know, I get your theory on this and what I did to prepare for a match. A big match is coming up. Do you, how would you train for the big match the next night? Well, 315 isn't probably a lot of weight to Drew McIntyre. Of course not. Drew's a yeah. freaking – Probably not a lot, probably not a lot, yeah. a lot of weight. That's like probably most people doing 135. Yeah. So, like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so him getting in there and doing like that. But you can train normally. I, I just – I don't think that it has any bearing on what you're going to do. It's not like a bodybuilding show where you can't like work out like a like four or five days before or something like that. Yeah, you can, you can work out that morning and be fine. Yeah, just get yourself like I always say like before a match, I like to get like a light workout in. Don't go heavy. That's the thing. Don't max out and fatigue yourself out. But just just get some good blood flow in and get a decent workout in. You're you know it's good to go with that. Yeah, yeah. We're made. To, human beings are made to move, made to perform. Exactly. So the more you do, the better off you'll be, especially if you're doing something as physical and uh, something that's going to tax your body, like being in that being in that ring for uh, for 30, 45 minutes. Exactly, because you get that impact of the mat. Mat is just like a workout. You if you go try to go heavy PR, is a big impact on your muscles, and when you slam that mat, high risk of injury. So the only thing you avoid just don't max out. Don't go super heavy on the night before you're about to go, you know, steal WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, but I'm I'm looking forward to that match, and yeah, he's him and Sheamus put together some great some great workout videos, um, some of the, <laughs> some of the best. Did you want? Right, I was go gonna ahead. say the one that cracked me up was uh was it Friday night when they get him for the battle royale? Like everybody's preparing, and I was like, oh, that's Bobby Lashley working out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, was, yeah. That was a nice gym they got at the bottom of the. Uh, what is that? I guess that I'm guessing that state. What? Oh, crypto. It's the crypto.com crypto, arena. Yeah. yeah. So it's it used to be Staples. Yeah. So that's the crypto.com arena where the where the Lakers play, and they got a pretty nice gym at the bottom of it. Crypto is not real money, but hey, yeah, it's, it's a good nice gym though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I give it that. It is a really nice gym. Yeah. All right. Next question. All right. Let's we see. Got one. One let's more. See. One more. You want entertainment or fitness one? Uh, actually, we'll get them both. We'll get one. We'll get one entertainment, one fitness. Oh, you want one more fitness and one more entertainment? Yeah, we'll do that. Okay. So um, let's see here. What do you think about uh, people videotaping their workouts in the gym? We it's do gotten, that. But... It's, gotten, it's gotten worse. I mean, that's, that's the thing. When it first started out, it wasn't that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but as but as there's most things, as money enters, because a lot of people are making some serious money off their, off their workout videos, it's gotten like – where everybody's trying to do it now because everybody thinks that they can make money off of it where that's not, that's not the case. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have more and more people bringing their phones into the gym and taping things where like, like in 2015, when I first started taping, you, you might've had like one person or two people and yeah. the entire time you're there taping stuff. But now everybody's saving. So people who haven't even been working out for like a month are take are taping stuff. You know, to, for con- they're trying to they're getting develop content. content. Yeah. yeah. So that's 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 the thing. It's about content creation. I've never gone into any workout or done anything to create content. Not one time. I've yeah. done it to 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 post a workout to to kind of I kind of use I've always used it as an archive because when I was growing up, phones didn't have that much memory. So I I would always say I could put it on on Instagram or put it on Facebook or put it wherever, and I'd always have it as opposed yeah. to using up memory on my phone where. Or a lot of people now just have it like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm a content creator. They start working out. The only reason they get into working out is to create content. 
That is which, true. I see kids is, at the gym nowadays. That's all they want to do for a job. And I was like, unless you're really making money, dude, this ain't really a job. <laughs> you got to be you got to be really pretty and really young to make money okay. selling your workouts. That's <laughs> that is or that is. Yeah, or both. Or you could be a really pretty, really young woman who, who who's putting together stuff to make uh, to make money on their workouts. But it's very rare that uh, that somebody can come in and generate a without a scamming people. There are a lot of scams out there too. Uh, people selling workouts and things, yeah, on online and doing things like that. Um, yeah. So I'm not I'm not a fan of it now. I guess I, I would I be a hypocrite to say that hey I I don't tape as much because Rob is killing me on these workouts, so I can't always post post stuff. Um, I only I only post stuff now on days when when I'm not training Rob stuff. That's the only time I ever post anything. You do um, your stuff. <laughs> yeah, when I'm doing my stuff. Yeah, that's the only time that I ever post stuff now, uh, which is which is super rare, super rare now. So I yeah, don't I do it. I don't do it as much because it's because of what I see out there. I don't want to be associated with these idiots, so I don't post as much. That is true. And Rob's really private, too. I remember that one time we were working out a while back, and we, I was like, hey, let's videotape this. And you were like, we better not post this because this is Rob's. So I was like, okay, people, let's this. People steal, <laughs> my, people steal my stuff. <laughs> I mean, is that Rob's no, stuff or your stuff? My, my stuff. People steal my stuff all the time. Like, I, I see people, you, I'll do it, then I'll look back, and these other people will be doing it. Or, yeah, people – People, fitness is the most plagiarized place in the internet where people will just see you doing stuff mm -hmm. and just post it and just take it for themselves. That is, uh, that is something that is very prevalent in, in the fitness industry um, yeah. that has been going on. So it just, it just happens. But that's another reason why I don't really post my stuff that much because yeah. there, are pe there are people who are paying me a ton of money to train them and use this stuff. So what, how does it look me giving it away to these people for free? Yeah, that's true. That is really true. <laughs> and that's like, if I said, like, you know, I was like, people see me work out. I like, you know, I love the RCC stuff because it works for me. But I was like, I work out with the guy. I've been friends with the guy for a while. It's not my stuff. Yeah. Uh, that's, yeah. But that's just the way it is. Yeah. That's why I gave credit what credit is due. When people ask me where he got this from, I was like, I know a guy. <laughs> this is the guy I got it from. <laughs> yeah. But, All right. Yeah. What, do you, what do you think of people taping in the gym? Uh, well, ah, it's annoying sometimes. Like, you know, I don't mind videotaping at work if I do something cool. But I was at the gym the, uh, uh, what, two days ago. This guy had a huge, basically like a studio set up. A, not a camera, camera phone. He has a video camera, like a big, fancy one with a boom mic, his own stand, lighting. I was like, dude, what the F is going on here? Yeah. You can't uh, that, bring that, the, that annoys me. You can't bring the boom mic in there. Yeah, you can't bring a boom mic in here. I see that all the time. The guy has a... Another guy has a freaking uh, – another day I saw a guy with a uh, was a microphone clipped to his shirt and with, with a ca studio camera too. I was like, dude, what the heck is going on? I was like, I just guess I don't care for a camera really because, you know, people want to do it. But I was like, dude, this is getting over the top for me. It gets kind of annoying. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. No boom mics, no big cameras, none of that. Yeah, only time I see that is on set or on film, filming a stunt reel. That's the only time I want to see this stuff. Yeah, yeah. But what if somebody's doing a stunt reel at the gym? Then I'm the part of this. I'm going to fight. <laughs> they it's going to be my fault because I'm the only one who's at the gym the most. <laughs> do that at, you know, they do that at Johns Creek. They, uh, where the, where the, um, the turf is. No, uh -huh. I, there's some people who come up there and put up mats like on the ground. And they'll, uh -huh. do, they'll, they'll do some stunt training. On the, they, do on some, the, they do parkour stuff. Yeah. 
Yeah, my um, friend Yasmin will do it. Michelle will do it. They do that all the time. So, you know, they, they know they're pros. They do whatever they want. And, yeah, and they got – they don't have lighting, but they do have – they have some sophisticated cameras. Yeah, and they do that for training purposes too mostly. So it's like, you know, veterans could do whatever they want. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's get to an entertainment. Entertainment news coming up. So have you seen John Wick yet? I have not. Okay, then I can tell you what happened. But I can tell you I know how to beat John Wick now. How's that? I fight him on top of stairs. Ah, okay. Stairs. If you watch the movie, you'll see why. Uh, how I'm going to beat him in the stair thing. Okay. So, this is, so we got Creed, Shazam's out. Freaking John Wick was amazing. It's out. Fast and the Fuse is coming up. 48 is there days. 48 days. And there's a couple other movies coming out. They're going to do a brand new Exorcist movie, a remake and stuff like that. If there's a movie that you want to see remake uh, of coming up, what, what movie would you like to see remade? Uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Is that a Jackie Chan movie? No, no, it's Kurt Russell. Okay, I heard of that somewhere. Yeah, it's one of my favorites from the from the eighties. But it's good. It's a good movie. Uh, but it needs a, it needs a remake. But it 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 the original holds up. But it it, it it's due. It's it's due for a remake. That's true. I wouldn't mind seeing it because I I gotta look that look at the original. I don't think so. I saw that one. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know my one is that. Well, I, you I already showed you the movie, The Giver. Oh yeah, that is a very good one. They they should probably do another one. Um, I was gonna say that since you're the foremost expert on this, uh, when does that Power Rangers movie hit Netflix? Oh, I think. Uh, well, let me look at the list. It's actually coming up. I think in April. I think the new Power Ranger movie up for Netflix. Okay. The original Blue and Black Ranger are coming back. The original Red Ranger is coming back. Um, a bunch of faces are coming back. Now it's the thirtieth anniversary. Of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, and I think it's called uh, with Power Rangers Forever or Once a Ranger, Always a Ranger. I think, but it's gonna have some good, um, you know, good stuff on there. This is before Jason David Frank passed too, so it's yeah. gonna be kind of poetic. Because even though the original Pink Ranger and Jason David Frank was not in this movie because they choose not to be, you know, for their reasons, but it's gonna look like a banger and match. They got Rita Repulsa returning as like a cyborg, maybe, but. It's, it's going to look great. It's going to look great. It's going to hit hard, though, because it got some emotional parts there dealing with the Yellow Ranger and stuff. So it's going to hit pretty hard. Okay. I'm just impressed they can still fit in tights, those tights again. Uh, they probably got they probably got um, some intense training. It, it's, it, I, mean, I mean, to lose weight, it takes about six months. Six months, if you give them a six-month head start um, and just, just go at it. Yeah, they can definitely lose the weight to get, to get ready to do those movies. That is true. I give him that. Hey, did I tell you, Bill, the the Blue Ranger was the reason why he became a stunt actor. <laughs> oh no, I did not know. Actually, it was Jason. Well, Jason David Frank was always been my favorite Power Ranger, but the Blue Ranger. When I met him at MomoCon, he was leaving, and I always saw him. And I walked up to him, and I was like, "Hey, man, how you doing?" I was a big fan of you guys growing up. He's like, "Hey, man, it's like it's good to meet you." Stuff. You called me just the time before I'm about to leave. Then we start talking. I took that. Remember that picture I took with him? Yeah. So after I took the picture, I told him, like, you know, I did martial arts because of them. I do pro wrestling and stuff. And he was like, you ever think about doing, like, acting or stunt work or anything like that? You have a good look for it. And, you you know, you could tell you work out. You're athletic from your wrestling. You ever thought of that? And at the time, I was like, no, not really. You know, i just been doing this. Then fast forward now, I'm doing it because <laughs> that's hey. stuck in my head. Hey, <laughs> so thank you, Billy. There we go. All right, this has been an episode of the Banging and Clanging Sports Podcast. Uh, Check it out. 
Uh, keep listening. Thank you for everybody who's listening. Uh, WrestleMania Night 2 is tonight uh, going to lead into the biggest Raw of the year, which is Monday. So check that out also, and we will be back very shortly. Beretta, take him home. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to an exciting episode of Bang Clang Sports Podcast, night one of WrestleMania. And we're going to have night two very soon, probably a combination of Raw 2 with it. And this is going to be an exciting time, people. Get ready for night two. And if you got any questions for us, you can check out the Instagram page, Bang Clang Sports Podcast on Instagram. You can write us a question on there. We'd love to answer it. Check out Clang and Bang on YouTube. You can see voices in the face and see some crazy workouts we do. Yeah, I don't always copy cross ones, but you can see sometimes I do because it's awesome workouts. <laughs> And get ready for night two of WrestleMania. We got we got Brock, Omos, freaking Roman, Cody. We got the list. It goes on and on. So get ready for a full speed ahead. Great night two. And as always, crossbones here. Large arms ready for WrestleMania. Allegedly. I am Allegedly. ready. And ready. And I am Blake Beretta. Slept in a little bit, so I'm rested up and ready to go for night two of WrestleMania. So as always, we are banging. And hanging to and and clanging and headed to the gym. <laughs> and we're yep, and we're hanging and banging this ready to go to the gym. <laughs> and we catch you in, in the next exciting episode of the Bang and Clang Sports Podcast. Happy WrestleMania weekend. <laughs>